Hello and happy Tuesday, my friends. This is Amy Lee San Juan, and I'd like to welcome you back to another informative episode of Cisco Champion Radio, where we provide insights and visibility into products and solutions across the Cisco portfolio and trending topics across our industry. If you happen to like our podcast, please follow us and feel free to share your favorite episodes with your colleagues and friends. And of course, if you have any thoughts or comments on what we should cover in a future episode, you can let us know. Talk with us on Twitter at at Cisco Champion. All right, today we will be talking about Cisco's remanufactured products, otherwise known as Cisco Refresh. Stick with us for the next 30 minutes or so to learn what remanufactured really means, where you can buy these products as a customer or partner, where it comes from, who can sell it, and what shipping timelines look like. Lots of great information up ahead. All righty, let's get to introductions. Liam, we're going to start with you. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Uh, My name is Liam Keegan. I run the U.S. operations for 24-7 Networks or Rio Bravo Systems. Um, My day job is sort of doing, uh, I do a lot of the business side of it, but my background is a CCIE, so I've been been in the business a long time. And we have quoted out a lot of refresh over the years, so uh, I'm pretty pretty familiar but excited to talk to uh, uh, Justin about some of the, 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 the lesser known aspects of it. So thanks for having me. Excellent. Tim, what have you been up to? Thanks, Amy Lee. Uh, anything and everything, of course. I am Tim Bertino. I am a systems architect supporting networking communications in the healthcare space, and I also co-host the Art of Network Engineering podcast. Nice. Yes, everyone check out that podcast. All right, Justin, thank you so much for being our guest today. Uh, can you tell us who you are and what you do here at Cisco? Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Justin Cashman, and I lead the global Cisco Refresh sales organization for Cisco. Again, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Okay, Uh, we're going to ask you to give us a little bit of background um, on Cisco Refresh before the champions take us away and kind of drive this conversation forward. Yep, sounds good. So as you mentioned earlier, we are Cisco's remanufactured equipment division. So every year, Cisco gets back a lot of equipment. Now, where does this equipment come from? It comes from end of lease returns. It comes from stock rotations, RMA returns, demo depot, just a number of reasons why product comes back into Cisco. And Cisco's made the decision, uh, rightfully so, that, hey, this is good equipment. It doesn't belong in a landfill. It doesn't need to go to the scrap uh, pile. It doesn't need to be recycled. So what we do when it comes back, we uh, remanufacture it and we put it back on the shelf for resale with Samen's new quality. And uh, the good thing is, is that uh, we sell it at a discount. So it's of good value to our customers and our partners. I love discounts. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> all right, Justin, let's, let's start off with the elephant in the room and let's talk about everyone's favorite topic of supply chain. So with supply chain issues that we're all dealing with, how can the Cisco Refresh program potentially help with those lead times? Tim, great question. And and candidly, it's one we get every day. So, you know, I'll I'll start off by saying that we're not immune to the supply chain issues, right? Our supply, because of the demand, has gone down a little bit. That being said, what does come in, we very rapidly remanufacture it and get it on to the shelf. So in the marketplace today, we're seeing extended lead times on new product, regardless of OEM, really across the board. 
So we're, we're very good at the art of the diving catch lately. They'll, you know, customers and partners will come to us and they'll say, hey, we have this school system that needs to open or we have this cruise line that's, you know, deploying a new ship in a couple of months and we're at, you know, we're at risk of, of missing a deadline. What do you have? And uh, our team will ask them to sub- share their bill of materials and we'll take a look and we'll match that bill of materials with uh, what we have in stock and uh, we'll get it out to them if we have it literally within three to seven business days. One thing I'll add is we may not have the exact part number that they're looking for, but say, for example, they want a 48 port power over Ethernet switch. We may have two 24 port power over over Ethernet switches that uh, fit the bill. So yes, in in, in some cases we'll have like for like, but also in many cases when we don't, we'll substitute what we have in stock that fits their need. So you got into switches a little bit there. What kind of gear can we expect to get through Cisco Refresh? Are we typically talking about switches and routers, wireless, all of the above? What what can we expect to get? A great question again. So what I'll say is that we have everything across the board. It just depends on the the specific um, model number that you're looking for. So yes, we'll have switches, we'll have routers, we'll have collaboration endpoints, uh, we'll have wireless, uh, we'll have um, a lot of service providers are coming to us uh, to support their core network. So we'll have line cards, uh, big iron, uh, chassis. It, it, again, it's really across the board. The only thing I'll say that we don't have in our portfolio today are the uh, Meraki products. Um, we've, we've taken a look at that as an organization and perhaps more to come on that, but uh, we would have just about everything except for the Meraki line. So w- with that, how does a partner or a customer know that they can get access? Or how do they know what's in stock? A couple of different ways. So uh, um, we're in CCW, Cisco's Commerce Workspace. So any partner can go in and uh, we have an icon. It's a green dash RF button. And uh, there's uh, some blending functionality available via the one-click tool, which is a separate tool that we have. And, uh, you know, we have literally thousands of eyeballs going into CCW on a daily basis to, to look at what we have. Uh, we have access to that one-click tool, and it's literally, if you go into CCW or Cisco.com, I'm sorry, and you click on um, or you search under one-click tool, you'll be able to find that tool. And that, uh, that tool allows you to blend in a bill of materials, also to download our inventory report. But also what's really cool is that you can create a watch list. So if you don't see what we have, um, if, we, if you don't find what we have today, you can create a watch list that you'll be notified when it becomes available and it'll send you an email automatically. And the last thing I'll, I'll, I'll say about um, availability is if none of that really gets you what you're looking for, contact our team at Cisco Refresh, and there's a, a refresh questions at cisco.com alias, and we'll we'll go look for it. We'll go search uh, in the in the back room, as it were, uh, to, to help you find what you need. So, so as, as you were talking, I was just kind of clicking through the Cisco website and and found the the inventory report, and it looks to me like, I mean, right now as we record this at eleven thirty seven a.m., the the last time this was updated was ten thirty a.m. So, I mean, this is. This isn't something that's upgrade or updated every three weeks, whether it needs it or not. I mean, this is something that's that's pretty well kept up. 
So, I mean, this is this seems to be about as real time as it gets or near time. Is that a reasonable? Liam, it's an it's an actually it's, it's an awesome call out. What's really cool and it, it almost gives me goosebumps is every time something comes off the manufacturing line, it is scanned into inventory and it'll show up real time as it's scanned in. So somebody might be looking for something in the morning and they come back in the afternoon and it is magically appeared in our in our inventory. To add on to Liam's first question, as a customer, when when we're dealing with partners and value-added resellers, do we need to specifically ask for for them to check the Cisco Refresh um, if we want to potentially benefit from that program? Is this something that the partners are taught by Cisco that it's out there and that they should uh, should offer it up? What does that look like? Tim, I absolutely recommend that customers ask their Cisco channel partner about refresh. You know, we've been around for quite a long time, but there's a term that we like to say jokingly, and it's that we're Cisco's best kept secret. So not every customer or even every partner is aware of us. Now, we do our best to get the word out there, and especially since, uh, you know, the supply chain issues that we've all seen have come around our, our um, recognition in the marketplace is at an all-time high. But uh, yeah, customers should absolutely talk to their partners. And, and what I'll say is that when they talk to the partners and they make their first purchase, they become repeat purchasers. Uh, we've got a lot, of, a lot of converts lately, and, and people are coming back to us again and again. We just need to get that first order on the books, and, and then they're, they're hooked for life, as it were. Well, and, and, and just as a, once again, I've got this Excel sheet pulled up here and it looks like there are around 6,000 part numbers on it. And so it'll show you, the, the Excel sheet will show you all the stuff that's in stock, right, with the quantity and also shows up the, the, the stuff that has zero stock. So I just took out the zeros and, you know, just to see how much is in stock, it's about 3,700 SKUs as of right now that are, that are in stock. But like looking through some of this stuff, I mean, what is everybody complaining on against supply, on supply chain, right? Access points. It looks like there's a, a decent amount of APs in stock. Uh, let's see, Cisco 1100 series routers. I mean, you know, if you need a pile of those, there's 49. I mean, so it, it this isn't just like console cables that are in. This is like real stuff that actually, you know, that, that, that organizations are kind of clamoring for right now from a supply chain perspective, right? A- absolutely, Liam. Uh, the, the warehouse is very busy picking, packing, and shipping that uh, that equipment every day. And what's interesting is that is just showing what's in finished goods that can ship within three to seven business days. What it doesn't show is what's in pre-finished goods or unfinished goods. And if somebody has demand for that, reach out to us and then we'll go out. And um, if we have it in the back, um, in, in the warehouse, in unfinished goods, we'll build it out for them and then put it into, into that uh, supply. Okay. I think me as a consumer, when I when I think of, of remanufactured, I may immediately think to, this is going to be equipment that may not be brand new. It may, well, obviously not brand new, but it may have to be older to be a part of this program. Is that the case or can I expect to see newer gear already in the refresh program? Yeah, Tim, all of the above. So think about when something comes um, new into Cisco you know, you have your early adopters that'll want to demo the equipment. So, or, or they'll, we'll send the equipment into our internal labs or our customer labs. So we'll get um, product into our supply within a couple of months of first customership, but it's not really going to be critical mass until about 12 to 18 months. 
And when we hit the 12 to 18 month, we start to see higher and higher uh, quantities. And then that three year mark is really the sweet spot where we actually get uh, a lot of gear uh, back. And that could be from a lease return or, or the early adopting customers that are always upgrading to the latest and greatest. So kind of a long answer, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll start to sh see it within a couple of months right on through the whole product life cycle. And I mean, just, just as sort of a, a, an add-on to that, I mean, looking through this, there's 9,300s in here, there's 9,300Ls, there's 9,200s, and there's 9,200Ls. So might not be the exact skew, but you're like, uh, like to Justin's point, I mean, it may not, you know, you may not have a 48-port switch, but you may have 224s. So it seems like you can, you can make a lot of, a lot of things happen. Um, I, just, just for, for Justin, I'm, I'm kind of curious just cause you know, I was like knowing how the machine works. So let's say we do a trade in order, right? Let's say, uh, uh, one of our clients buys 93 or uh, 9,400 chassis and trade in trades in a bunch of 4,500 chassis. So Cisco takes them back, right? I mean, the, the, the visibility stops when we basically put them on a, on a, on a, on a truck heading back to Cisco. What happens? Can you kind of like, just kind of tell us about the process and what goes through these or what what happens to these boxes and until they you know from the point when I send them back to when they they show up on the inventory list? Yeah, absolutely. So once you're standing at that shipping dock and you're you're tearfully waving a tear, goodbye, in, a tear in your eye, <laughs> <laughs> waving waving goodbye to to your network, um, it, it enters into Cisco's reverse logistics process, and that is, I mean. Cisco Reverse Logistics and Supply Chain Organization is literally world-class. They, they do a fantastic job of bringing the equipment back into Cisco. And once it arrives at our docks, obviously it's, it's scanned in. Uh, we have huge uh, facilities. It can either go to a number of places. It can go to our refresh organization. It can go to the services organization because services use used equipment for their tech depots. Or it could go, if it's super old, it will go into a responsible recycling um, facilities. But once, once it's flagged for refresh, it comes into our facilities. And if it's something on my team's product forecast, we will immediately have it remanufactured. And it is a, uh, and I said world-class before, this also is another world-class area where our remanufacturing process really brings it up to like new standards. It is fully um, remanufactured, tested, um, no cosmetic blemishes, right? Those are removed. Uh, engineering change orders are, you know, there are upgrades made to the units as, uh, as needed. And then it's packaged in new packaging material. So when, when it comes through the end of our remanufacturing process, is virtually indistinguishable from a new piece of equipment. And then once it's scanned in, it shows up on that report that you just referenced, Liam, and it's ready for order. How, how long does that take? Is that is that something where it's like two weeks? Is that a month or is that six months? Or is that is that pretty quick? It, it, it really depends on the complexity, all right? So if it's like a solid state transceiver or an optic, it's tested and you know that could be a couple of days. Uh, but some of the equipment is actually quite complex, and uh, the testing and repair lines can be lengthy. In those cases, it could be a couple of weeks. Justin, let's jump to the security side of uh, equipment acquisition for a minute. Uh, unfortunately, 
it's just true that there are threats to supply chain with device tampering out there and with it really being uh, attractive for people to go out and get previously enjoyed gear, what are some of the assurances that consumers can get by going through Cisco Refresh rather than, you know, some gray market provider? Yeah, I I love this question um, because there's a lot of um, misinformation in, in the marketplace. We are Cisco's authorized remanufacturing unit and we are authorized by Cisco. So what you what you see in the marketplace are maybe some some third parties or some gray uh, gray marketing companies. They'll they'll say it's certified. Well, certified by who? Th- themselves? It's easy for somebody to say, "Oh, I certify this," right? Or or my uncle, you know, you know, who who works at the company certified this. This is um, this is you know going through Cisco's reverse logistics process, and there's tight controls on on the um, chain of custody, right? So we're always tracking it through our operation. Um, It's remanufactured by, in many cases, the same companies that are manufacturing the new gear. And then it's it's fully tested. And then we're tracking serial numbers, right? So when when we bring it into the system, we know who the first customer of record is. We know when it was manufactured. Uh, we know if there's any engineering change orders. Uh, we know that it's not counterfeit. So it goes through that process, and then it is in our, you know, our secure warehouse facilities, right? There's that chain of cu- uh, custody piece again. So we are very confident, and we have the warranty and the service contract eligibility uh, to back it up as well. Can you maybe just touch on that? What is the, the warranty and service contract eligibility for remanufactured goods? Liam, it's extremely complicated. So here it comes. Okay, I'm sitting down. Okay, same as new. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so that was a uh, mind yeah, blown. <laughs> there, yeah. So the warranty will be same as new, and then the service contract eligibility, um, same uh, same as new for purchasing, uh, same as new to call in attack case, and it's it's treated no differently. So, and, and, and most of the equipment that is purchased new comes with a 90-day warranty, right? Basically, the, the DOA. So, so the vast majority of what you're going to see on the um, on, on refresh is going to come, if you don't do any additional warranty, we'll have 90 days on it, correct? Exactly. So, so what, if, what if somebody is in a pinch and needs something, you know, I'm thinking like maybe a, a, a Nexus 5K or something like that, where it's not, it's not ancient, but it's not something that is, it, it's past its last date of support. Um, are, are there any other, are there any other, is it just pretty much you get 90 days of warranty and then at that point you're, you're, you are kind of not rolling the dice, but it just is what it is. Or do the refresh SKUs have their own sort of special smart net on them that, that takes that longer? So we will, um, we will sell end of sale gear, uh, but okay. we do not offer end of service support gear. So once Cisco stops offering uh, service eligibility, then we do not sell that gear as well. Oh, okay. So so then then if anybody is quoting refresh, they don't need to worry about sort of buying the proverbial lemon that it might work for a minute and then they're out their investment because if if Cisco tombstones it, you also you shut it down. We do, we do. Oh, the, that's the great. Only, yeah, the only big difference is is when Cisco stops selling it, but they're still offering service contracts on it, 
will still sell the end of sale items, just not the end of service support. That's correct. Oh, okay. Okay. You talked about a lot of the support for Cisco refresh gear being same as new. Does that also include licensing? Is there any anything different that I need to do in a smart licensing portal that's different with Cisco refresh than, than new gear? No, it'll, it'll show up in that portal. Um, the only difference that you'll see is that it's a, a different model, a part number with a dash RF suffix, uh, but the process would be the same. So, so maybe just, just pivoting for a second. I mean, obviously, Justin, you've got global visibility into what, what Cisco and the partners and the customers are doing with, with, with Refresh. Maybe you could just share, you know, a, a success story of, of what, you know, how people have been using Refresh to, to operate in these sort of supply chain constrained times that, that, that maybe has stood out for you. It, it actually, it, Liam, it, it warms my heart because having the global view, I get to see uh, literally on a daily basis some of the things that we're doing to help our customers. So, you know, obviously without naming customer names, I can give you many examples. Uh, for, for an example, um, in Texas, one of the largest school districts in te- Texas, obviously being one of the largest school districts, they're growing rapidly. Well, over the summer, you know, they were gearing up new campuses for, uh, for the kids to come back to school. And they had a lead time issue with new equipment. And we were able to deploy our uh, access points so that the schools could open up on, on time. You think at the, about the beginning of the pandemic and even throughout the pandemic, we had uh, healthcare systems that were in dire need of equipment because the, the, the load on the network, the amount of people coming in through the door uh, was tremendous. So they had urgent needs and we came in through a pinch. Uh, when, when people started working at home, you had enterprises that were used to having you know, uh, all of their employees come into the central office on a daily basis, now had to reconfigure their, their operations so that uh, they can have remote work. And then when they started coming back to work, we helped with the hybrid solutions as well. And, and probably the last high-level um, example I, I would provide is we're in the core of Cisco's largest service provider uh, customers. These customers are deploying massive scale um, services to, to their customer base. They feel confident about the quality that they're getting from, from Cisco Refresh, and they're very confident about the lead times that we can deliver um, when they need it. And icing on the cake, they love the value that they get from Refresh. So, uh, yeah, again, it, it, it kind of gives me goosebumps to talk about how many ways we're able to help various customers regardless of segment. So, but, but I think that's a really important point because I, th- I think, you know, I mean, large service providers have massive amounts of traffic. I mean, going through them, if, if they are trusting Cisco refresh, I mean, it's not some corner case where it's just, oh, you know, if we can't get edge switching, we do this. It's, it's, it's sort of injected right in the heart of the network. I mean, it, it, that, that I think, says something about the just the overall reliability and performance and quality of the product and it, it sounds like it sounds like the the infrastructure the sort of the, the everything that happens before you you know the the purchase orders place is really geared to to set that up for success yeah absolutely and um you know it, it could be uh, knock on wood something that keeps us up at night but tr- trust me if uh, 
if they had if those service providers had that network issue because of refresh, we would be the first to hear about it. So knock on wood, none of that has happened. That that's awesome. Uh, sorry, uh, you you mentioned in in the, the previous comment about globally, right? That you you have responsibility for the global uh, refresh program. Do you, are there certain areas in the of the world? I mean, it's it's sort of like we're in the United States. This goes, you know, it's like the you sort of forget sometimes that the world's pretty big. Are there are there certain regions that that are heavier, like that rely more heavily on Cisco Refresh than others, just globally? Yeah, I mean, um, and even you know, even globally, I would say Americas, uh, the United States, Canada, definitely heavy users of um, of Refresh. Europe, um, you know, starting in UK and Ireland, um, absolutely the 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 northern regions of Europe they love Refresh. In fact, they're very circularity focused in those regions. So they love the fact uh, that they can buy remanufactured equipment directly from Cisco. Um, APJC, places like uh, Japan, uh, Australia, uh, they they love our solutions as well. So um, kind of a broad-based answer, but I, I would say those areas we're seeing the most traction with Refresh. Justin, without giving away any of the proverbial secret sauce is uh, what's on the horizon for Cisco Refresh. Are there any any cool initiatives that are that are going to be coming up? Uh, yeah, we got a number of things in in the works. So as Cisco looks more and more at the circular economy, and right, just you know, brief refresher, pun intended. The circular economy is is differs from the linear economy when something's at its end of useful life. It is not scrapped. It is brought into the circular economy and returned to Cisco. What we're focused on now is to get our supplies up. And what that starts with is more equipment coming back to Cisco. So Cisco has a send it back app where a customer can go literally to the app store and they can download the app and Cisco will pick up their equipment when they use that app for free. So a customer will go to their equipment, they'll take a picture of it, They'll fill out a, a quick form on the app, and Cisco will send a truck and, again, uh, pick that equipment up for free. So that's exciting. Uh, for our channel partners out there, there's a Cisco sustainability program. Uh, it's actually a, a specialization, and that offers partners credits for the return of equipment back to Cisco. So that's an exciting sustainability specialization. And then we're just going to continue to listen to our customers and our partners. At, at Cisco Refresh, we're going to try to get the equipment that they have demand for into finished goods onto the shelf and ship it out within three to seven business days. And that's our that's our drumbeat value. And we're going to try to get better and better at doing that. I guess for that program, um, what are some of the limitations? And I'm selfishly asking because I may or may not have a have a pallet of uh, lovely 3750s <laughs> sitting with nowhere to go. I, I, you know what, uh, Tim? I can't really think of any limitations. Let's let's do a a, a a test run and let's see if this works. So I love it. Yeah, download that Send It Back app and try to return that equipment. And uh, I bet you, I bet you a nickel that you won't have any issues with it. That's awesome. I I appreciate you bringing that up because I've I've never heard of um, that app or that program. I honestly, Justin, I, I think you need to get sentimental uh, with this whole process. I, I'd like to see like a, a passport style thing that, that stamps where these things have been. I mean, how cool would it be to say that 
I've got a switch in my data room that was at Cisco Live last year. That'd be so, that would be very cool. That's a good That's idea. Right. I like that. <laughs> Genius. Yeah, we'll have to. That, that kind of reminds me, you know, the the gnome that travels around the world. People leave it on the side of the road, and it hitchhikes, and it finds its way around the world. We we should do that with some refresh gear as well. All right. Okay. So, Justin, we're about to close, but I wanted to just kind of check in with you. Is there anything that we didn't cover? Any last comments that you'd like to make? So, um, what I would say is that we're here to serve the needs of our customers and our partners. And we have a team of professionals that are passionate uh, about what they do. Um, as mentioned, you know, we're not immune to some of the supply chain issues. Um, we do have a run on our popular equipment. But, it, you know, Liam in real time pointed out, hey, we've got some stuff on the shelf that's ready to go. So I encourage everyone out there to please um, go check our inventory to reach out to our team uh, if they don't find what they need and to know that we are now in the circular economy and that Cisco Refresh is help uh, is here to help them. All right. Another great episode on the books. Nicely done, gents. Uh, Thank to you. our listeners, if you want to continue your journey learn more about Cisco Refresh, check out the links we've provided in the show notes below. Uh, and of course, I can't close without reminding you, please subscribe to Cisco Champion right on your favorite streaming platform to receive alerts on our latest releases. So wherever you're listening to us, make sure to click on that subscribe or follow button now. Thank you for listening in. See you again next week.